welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was created to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. guacamole. I'm so excited to finally share my first guest interview. Today we're going to be chatting with Sarah Nicole, a professionally licensed esthetician and president of Sarah Nicole Skincare. She's been featured in Allure Magazine, D Magazine, and NBC News as a highly sought after beauty industry expert. Sarah is known for her ability to return abused, sensitive skin back to a glowing state without harsh products. It is her overall mission to boost her client's skin confidence and self-worth. In today's episode, we dive into skin confidence and what to watch out for when shopping in the beauty industry. Let's go to the show. Hello, Sarah, and welcome to Life with Zan. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you to be here. I wanted to share quickly how I met you where all great things come from, Instagram. That's right. <laughs> on your Instagram, oh gosh, three years ago or something like that. It was like something like that. Yeah. I realized you worked at a um, spa here in Dallas. And I, at some point in time, I guess I decided <laughs> I felt comfortable with you. So I came and saw you and you made my face pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have I know. We like, Oh, and we like clicked instantly. I loved it. It was, it was great. <laughs> it was like friendship at first sight. <laughs> I love it. I love that. And it, it is kind of nerve wracking, I think, meeting people off the internet. And I guess that may have happened to you a little bit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Especially as I started, you know, having my Instagram account as an esthetician and would start having people come in and meet me from there. Like, it was kind of an odd thing. It was blending of real life and the internet. But then I also kind of started to lose track. Like I have people that have come in to see me and from Instagram and then I have other clients that started following me on Instagram after they met me. So I kind of forget who, <laughs> who found me on Instagram yeah, that and who was just a new client who was into what I was doing online. Right. So Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. No, I love that. So I wanted you to share a little bit about how you got into the beauty industry and how you got your start. So I really kind of fell into it. I was in my twenties. I think I was like 23, 24. I was waiting tables and just totally lost with what to do. And my best friend's mom actually suggested it. And I did a little bit of research, found a school and just started going like without really thinking about it. Just something I've, I do a lot is just kind of doing things on a whim. But I went to a little dinky school in South Carolina that from the outside looked really sketchy, but had a fantastic educator. And I ended up relocating to Dallas again on just like a whim. It just sounded like a good idea. And I wanted to work in a spa in a big city and really fell in love with aesthetics and not only helping people find results with their skin and helping them with like the emotional and physical side of it, but just the connection you have with people. It's one of the most rewarding things. And I wouldn't have expected that in my twenties at all. Wow. You know? That's really incredible. I wouldn't have thought of that. It seems like you really did just kind of 
fall into it, which is awesome instead of maybe overthinking it a bit, because I know <laughs> that's what I do. I spend way too much time thinking about something <laughs> before jumping into it. Yeah. And it sounds yeah. like you kind of trusted your gut and went with it. So I really love that. You have your own skincare line now, which is amazing. But how did you even begin with the idea? Was it using products in the treatment room or working with different people? How did you come up with the idea? Well, my boyfriend's actually my business partner and we were driving back from Palm Springs on a road trip and we were thinking about what the next step was because I was starting to get to the point where like my body was just really worn out from aesthetics and being in the treatment room. And so I kind of needed a break. And I wasn't sure what my next step was going to be. And he just kind of threw out the idea of starting a skincare line. And a couple of years later, everything just kind of started falling into place. I had a lot of personal skin issues, specifically with acne that I was dealing with that ended up teaching me a lot about how the skin works even more in a deeper understanding than I already had. And with all that knowledge, I ended up going back into the treatment room and completely changing like with every client that I had after having all these realizations about skin completely changed the way I was treating all my clients' skin. And when I saw the results they were having, I was just like, you know what, this is, this is exactly what I'd want to do. Like I want to help people on a bigger scale outside of the treatment room, helping them with, you know, the physical and emotional side of it and giving them like an actionable solution that's going to help most people overcome really tough skin issues or at least get their skin to a baseline where then they know what they should go do. Because a lot of it comes down to your skin barrier and keeping your skin healthy and not necessarily just throwing whatever you can at it to try to get your acne or wrinkles or whatever it is to go away. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where the idea came from. Just one of those, like it was just a thought. <laughs> yeah, no. So when I came and saw you, I was talking to you a bit. So I came in mainly because like I struggle with acne. That's something I've struggled with since I was a young teenager, like maybe even preteen probably. And mm -hmm. I was talking to you about it. And you said the majority of people who came and saw you really didn't come in for that. It was anti-aging. For people with acne, can you explain kind of the value of going and seeing somebody, not just a dermatologist who's going to give you like a really strong prescription and dry out your skin? <laughs> right. So because a lot of the times, like if you go to a dermatologist, dermatologists are great, but estheticians and dermatologists just have different understandings of the skin and how they treat it. And so if, even if you do go see a dermatologist, it's still a good idea to go see an esthetician because they'll be able to help your skin heal and in a way that the dermatologist isn't. So like you were saying, those products that they're, they're prescribing you, like Retin-A or Accutane, they dry your skin out. And so an esthetician will help you keep your skin healthy and balanced. And it's really becoming commonplace now for a lot of estheticians to have knowledge of nutrition and when it comes to acne specifically, it's such a internal and external thing. Like you can't just treat your skin topically when you have acne and expect it to completely go away. Like a lot of times there's something else you've got to address, whether it's inflammation or hormones or just a food sensitivity. But I remember you saying too, you felt like a lot of your stuff was emotional, which I thought was just like so fascinating. Oh, for um, sure. And I do think that sometimes plays a big role, you know? Yeah, I think about when I came to see you is when I was really, really bad. And I remember you saying that my skin like was hot and inflamed. And mm -hmm. then we also talked about um, like at that point in time, I was super, super anxious. Like I was just unhappy with work and everything and just kind of overwhelmed with this new season of life, having graduated college and just going into the workforce. 
and looking back that makes sense why my skin was so crazy so I think just kind of learning to recognize those signs is important because I know that a lot of us are just like well I just I just have bad skin or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah no and and you know sometimes there's always going to be that case where it, yeah, it's genetic and you're just dealt an unlucky card, but there's so many more instances where it, that's not really the case. You know, it can come down to just self-awareness and making sure you keep, you try to keep your anxiety and stress in check, you know, and that can make a big difference in how badly your breakouts are. I knew for me, we talked about this a little bit recently, being consistent with skincare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll go through a phase where I'm so good about it, but then I'll kind of just fall off. And I can totally see the difference when I am not consistent. Yeah. I mean, it's like that with any, you know, going to the gym, going to see a massage therapist on a regular basis for some pain you're dealing with, going to the doctor, you know, (laughs) it applies to so many things, being consistent. And it's, it's definitely true with skin. And one thing that I I like to tell people as well, you know, you can go get facials and everything, but what you do at home is going to impact your skin 10 times more than going to get a facial every month or something. It's just part of taking care of your skin is just a commitment, you know? So whenever I came to see you, I felt amazing afterwards and it didn't, and you didn't like do a bunch of extractions or anything. It was just, I don't know, you made my skin feel good without anything feeling harsh and I have oily skin. So normally I'm uncomfortable with feeling glowy, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really amazing. And I think you really can read your clients very well. And I can see how that would transfer over into creating your own products and business. So and having worked with people more directly one-on-one in a treatment room, how does that now translate into your relationships with them mainly being online? So it took us a little while to figure it out. And it's so interesting, the timing of this podcast, because we literally like just kind of figured out our footing in the marketplace about a month ago and kind of figured out what we wanted to do. And so now all of our marketing efforts are going toward creating what we're calling the Skin Confidence Society. And so we're building this community of people and it's allowing me to speak to them directly and build this community where they can come to me when they have skin issues and help them figure it out. They're going to have this community of people that understand, you know, the physical and emotional side of it. And so it's, it's really cool and really exciting because one of the things I've personally struggled with since leaving the treatment room a year ago when we moved to Colorado was that I I feel like I wasn't living my purpose. I was getting really depressed because I couldn't help people. And that's really what I want to do. I care less. If someone finds our ad, you know, goes to our webinar and gets information, well, like I want them to get the information out of it, but I could care less if they end up purchasing our product as long as they are getting the help they need. Even better if they end up purchasing our product, loving it, and that helps them move along, you know, their skincare journey. But being able to interact with people one-on-one, it's, it's just really, really cool. And I'm really excited about what we're building. That is so exciting. I could see how it'd be very difficult to go from being up close and personal with every single person to then having that distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really tough because I, I miss my clients so much, like you and everyone else. Yes. You get really close to these people. They become your friends and your family. 
something I want to tap into is I think it was one of the first times I came and saw you. We got to chatting about kind of the woo-woo side of your industry. <laughs> you shared <laughs> that a client of yours was a chakra healer and that you had gone and seen her to get, get your chakras aligned, healed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So tell us what you were kind of resistant to this at first, right? Oh, yeah. I had, I guess what they call spiritual awakening and had this existential crisis and was having a meltdown. And one of my, Kristen, one of my really good friends now has been, was one of my clients for like five years. And she had told me she did Reiki and this like chakra healing and everything. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a little (laughs) out there, but you know, to each their own, not going to judge it or anything. And then when I started having this emotional meltdown, I was just like, Kristen, I'm desperate. I just want to feel better. I just want to feel normal. Please help me. And so I went in and have been hooked ever since then. I mean, I have crystals in my pocket right now and on my wrist. I follow Santo the apartment all the time. And I even made this essential oil blend to make our packages for Sarah Nicole skincare smell good. So... That it, and it's all a blend of oils that are supposed to make people happy and feel love and compassion like toward themselves. So I'm totally in with it. Awesome. I love that so much. So I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think how we even got on that subject. I don't know because that is kind of different. I know not everyone's into that, you know, into crystals and seeing people who uh, work with energy, but I was so down. Like I mentioned, I wasn't in a good place either at that time. And I was like, well, if Sarah went and saw her and recommends her this much, I might as well just go check her out. And I was so blown away by Kristen. She she unbelievable. You said one time, you said, oh gosh, I don't remember how you described it, but you're like, just being around her just like kind of releases all the tension in your body. And it's so true. I felt bad though. So the first time I went and saw her, I, at the end of my session, she seemed kind of upset. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I remember you saying that. And you know, I've had a couple of people tell me that they were like, I feel so bad because her face was so red. She looked upset afterwards. And I'm like, no, that's just part of the job for her. Like she's totally fine. Like don't pick anything of it. <laughs> all your bad energy on. And I guess gets rid of it but I I would she was like yeah I could just tell you were really really anxious and I'm like letting it go and I was like okay yeah yeah <laughs> I mean she's like human Xanax like I would be really anxious about something and you know as as an esthetician like in the treatment room and you have someone coming in like you're trying to shake that because you don't want to transfer that that anxiety onto them and she would just absorb it I would feel like I took a Xanax or something afterwards and I was just like well thanks Kristen for that help <laughs> Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she travels the world and discovers all these new methods. And the last time I went in, and I know you tried this too, I think right before you moved, she had this new light that matched up with Yeah. Do you remember what it was called? I I don't know if it's the right name for it, but I call it the John of God lights. Okay. um, Because she went to Brazil and that's where she got it from. And I think that's what everyone who has that machine or that lighting device calls it. What was your using it? So before I moved, I was really stressed out and she invited me to come in and just lay under it for 30 minutes and kind of meditate. I didn't do it with a treatment or anything. And I 
felt like I had woken up from a long, long nap, even though I couldn't like shut my mind off while I was laying under it. I was so calm and so relaxed. And it felt like, cause it flashes the rainbow colors, you know, it was almost yeah. like, like woo-woo rave. But I love it. it. The moment I get back to Dallas, like I still want to go and just lay under those lights. Oh gosh, can I go with you? I haven't been in so long. I, mean, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, well, she's building a new studio space now. So yeah, I know I'm, I'm waiting to like, I'll have to go check that out. But yeah, I had a similar experience with the lights. So yeah, like Sarah said, it is the colors that match your chakras and they are in line to match your chakras. So you lay right under it. And it is what I felt afterwards was just so relaxed and aligned. Like, yeah, things didn't feel as stressful or out of place. It was just kind of calm and easy which is just kind of describes seeing her in general, but it is fascinating. And I'll have all of uh, Kristen's information in the notes of this podcast because I think she's amazing. And if you live in Dallas, you should totally go see her. Yeah. And like all of my clients that were on the fence mm-hmm. were hooked. Everyone is obsessed with her. She's so good at what she does. She really is. Thank you for introducing me to her. I appreciate it. The one other woo-woo thing that happened is one day you messaged me and told me there was a crystal show in town and I got real excited. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Picked out some crystals, <laughs> good ones. So appreciate that. Yeah. So moving back into skincare real quick, I have a million questions for you, but I have to ask <laughs> kind of what your favorite product is or if there's a product you recommend for everyone what does everyone need to know about so like the one thing that controls your skin health especially on a topical level is taking care of your skin barrier and your skin barrier controls everything so if you feel like you're getting breakouts all of a sudden if fine lines and wrinkles look like they're getting worse all of a sudden or you're chronically dry have redness even if you have rosacea and acne everything gets better when you start making the skin barrier a focus in your skincare routine. And so honestly, because I had, you know, I had you glow gal, I had this beauty blog for a long time before I started the skincare line and I had all these brands sending me all these different products. And there were so many times I was so underwhelmed by it because they didn't live up to their claims. It was just fluff. It didn't really do anything. And so when we came out with Sarah Nicole skincare, Right now it's a very small collection and we'll probably keep it fairly small to keep it more of like a skincare routine because I don't think it's necessary to come out with all kinds of crazy products. But all of our products are really geared towards taking care of the barrier. And no matter if you are oily, dry, mature, like no matter what's going on with your skin, your ethnicity, your age, whatever is important thing to take care of. And so if I had to choose one product out of our lineup that's my favorite it's probably the preservation serum the one you've used because when you've been dealing with acne and you have those discolorations left over from it it gets rid of them so quickly and then it helps with fine lines and it helps plump up your skin sometimes I'll forget I have it for a little bit because I have other products I'm trying to use up and every time I go back to it I'm like holy crap my skin looks so good the next morning like I love my product So while you're at it, I'd love for you to share your three products and kind of describe what they all do. You kind of just touched on the preservation serum, but I think it's so cool how you did come out with a smaller line, but something, each thing in the line is so impactful. And I think many people could benefit from. And when I was in Denver 
oh gosh, was it last week? I was so sad I didn't have all the products with me because my skin got so dry, Sarah. It's so crazy here. I know. I should have warned you. About you. <laughs> you just run over to your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. You should have. Next time you'll have to tell so me. Explain each product a little bit. Okay. So each product, like they all have an ingredient and at least one ingredient that is going to support your barrier, but also help with inflammation because inflammation is another reason why like all those issues start happening that we deal with. But so we have the nourishing cream and it's like a really nice airy light cream. That's good for all skin types. Although if you're oily, I would save it for your night cream or when you're really feeling dry or dehydrated. And it helps restore your barrier. If you got redness in your skin, it's going to help with that. It's going to help keep it really hydrated. And then preservation serum is a really gentle retinoid serum. So if you're someone like me who cannot get away with hardly any retinol products, this one I can use almost every day without any issue before I start to feel dry. And it also has niacinamide in it, which is like one of my favorite ingredients to use in skincare. It helps with everything, enlarged pores, fine lines, wrinkles, uneven skin tone, acne. That, that serum helps so much with inflammatory acne. Like you probably still need something. When you were using it, I don't know if you felt like you still needed something to kind of address the bacteria, but from the inflammatory side, it soothes it so well. It really has And then did it? Yeah. And I, I don't use it. I use like twice a week, I think mm-hmm. about that. And I mean, I still have it. <laughs> this product it lasts a long time. Good. It does. And I, I really have seen a difference in like you mentioned the first time I came and saw you, my skin does tend to get inflamed in red and the acne scarring. So it really has helped reduce that and calm it down and not dry it out because that is a huge mm-hmm. I think in in place of a traditional retinol, it's been incredible because I've heard horror stories about retinol. My skin can't handle it. Really bad rashes mm. and burns basically on your skin. Well, and it's just, there's not a lot of consumer education around it either because it's not something you can just put on your skin. And that's part of the reason why with this preservation serum, I wanted it to be easy. I didn't want there to be like a ton of rules around it. I wanted most people to be able to just put it on whether or not their skin was sensitive and not have to worry about if they're going to be dried out, you know, the next day or if they're going to get all flaky or red. Because skincare should be easy. It doesn't have to be all complicated. And then you got one more product? Yeah. And then we have Dewdrops, which is a face oil. And um, its base is jojoba, so it's good for all skin types, and it finishes like a dry oil, so it doesn't have that really greasy feel. So most people with oily skin will probably like it. And then it has rosehip in it and some other oils that really help brighten and nourish the skin to help soften it and keep it really healthy. So it's it's a nice little like three-piece collection. And then hopefully this year we'll start we'll be able to start working on um, a cleanser and an antioxidant serum. So. That's so exciting. I'm, I want a facial right now so bad after talking about all this. I'm like, <laughs> well, and I, I get so excited about the name Dewdrops. I just love it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really like it too. Product names yourself? Yeah. Yeah. We came up with them and I can't believe I was trying to come up with stuff that was kind of original that no one else had used. And shockingly, like I didn't see anyone using Dewdrops. Like I can't believe that wasn't taken. No, that is incredible. I really like that name. So something you and I were talking about the other day was kind of like trends in the beauty world. 
And mm-hmm. there, I mean, I could talk about this for days and mainly because, <laughs> because I have so many questions and I, I want to hear your opinion, but something um, I saw on my feed was an ad for a small refrigerator to put beauty products in. And I, I said, know. Sarah, and I was like, <laughs> have this like what is this a thing I need I, I'm counting on you to like give me the details and you were like no so can you <laughs> sorry to crush your dream. no no it's cool it's totally fine I'm just so curious so do you put some beauty products in the fridge no I have an ice roller that I bought off of Amazon for when my skin gets really yeah. irritated and that, that lives in the freezer but like no. <laughs> like sometimes like those eye patches, like, or like the, the uh, sheet mask can feel really good. Like if you have sensitive skin, like toss those in the fridge, so they're cool. But those mini fridges are just like, you know, like a trendy, they're right. cute for Instagram kind of thing. Right. So what's like a rule of thumb when it comes to like all the beauty, there, there are so much beauty products out there. It's like, it's a huge industry right now, whether it is skincare or makeup and like, what should people like be looking for because I know it can be exciting when you see cool trendy like packaging or if they throw in a nice unicorn theme you're like oh I love unicorns so I want to buy this but what should people be looking for or what should they kind of steer clear of when shopping beauty you know it's so saturated now and now like getting into this side of the industry and understanding like business and, and the marketing side like it's really interesting to see kind of the shifts Um, because something like we've even experienced trying to get our footing in the first year is like having a pretty bottle doesn't work anymore. So I think when you're trying to navigate everything that's being thrown at you through ads or your Instagram feed, I think it's really important to find a brand that aligns with your values and that you feel like you can trust, you know, the kind of like green, all natural marketing really puts me off. I think a lot of brands are kind of getting behind that because they think it's an easy sale and there's a lot of fear mongering behind that side of the industry. So like, you know, I I say, don't believe everything that you see. Don't believe everything that you're told. I think consumers are getting much smarter when it comes to the beauty industry. So with that, you know, just go with who you trust and listen to your gut on it because there are plenty of brands where I'm just like, you know what? No, like that doesn't sound, I don't trust it. it whether it's like supplements or cause supplements are booming, you know, the wellness industry is booming and there are just so many brands coming out where I'm like, no, like that doesn't seem right to me. Things like that, that you like things you put in your beverage in the morning and your coffee and all. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a lot and mm-hmm. I think it can be overwhelming, but I like that advice to just kind of take it all with a grain of salt and trust your gut. And it's fun to experiment, but like, be careful because it's yours. Right. Be smart <laughs> about it. You know, like there's so much, like you, you can research so much and there are a lot of like really great estheticians out there that have uh, YouTube channels like, um, Jordan Samuel, Carolyn Hirons, um, Joanna Vargas has some really great information out there. Like there are a lot of, that's another thing too. I think like trust the professionals, like the dermatologists, the estheticians that have accounts, like trust those people because they know what they're talking about. And most of the time, even when you're looking at a new skincare line to purchase from, like if it's, you know, got an esthetician behind it or a dermatologist or someone that is very knowledgeable, like a, even like a cosmetic chemist, like I'm going to trust that before I'm going to trust, you know, someone else who just decided to get into the industry because they see it as like a booming industry to make money off of. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally a good point. 
I, um, I, I get excited about new products and everything, but when it does come to um, things you're putting in your body, or I, for me, I'm careful with like lipstick I wear because mm-hmm. I have an allergy. And that wasn't something I took into consideration at first, but like you eat your lipstick. Like you were, <laughs> you do. Yeah. You are, you're, you're <laughs> like it's going in your body. And I just, something to be careful of and be aware of. So yeah, I totally appreciate that advice and maybe remind others not to get caught up in the hype. Um, yeah. Cause it's really easy. Like, and I used to do the same thing, especially when I was like in the height of like the beauty blogging thing. I would see other people getting these new launches. I'm like, oh, I want that. When there was like nothing special about it. Or there was like really, you know, just, it was just something for a launch, you know? Yeah, that, that makes sense. So you've touched a little bit that you're getting some new products and that you're starting this new community. Is there anything else new going on with Sarah Nicole Skincare? You know, not yet, because we're still like all this—the the, the community and, and the products that we want to start working on to release later this year. It's kind of stuff that's still fairly new to us, because it took us a little while to kind of you know figure out where we wanted to be, the message that we wanted to tell people, and exactly what we wanted to do with. Like we want to have a positive impact. Like I, I'm not in this industry just to like sell people products. That wasn't even my goal when I was in a treatment room. If I'm suggesting something for you, it's because you really need it. Mm-hmm. And so really focusing on nurturing this community and helping people create a really strong self-image is something that's really important to me. So that's really going to be my big focus probably for the next for the foreseeable future, at least. I love that. And you have you are um, you share webinars, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we've started hosting webinars every Thursday and it's the whole theme behind it is more skin confidence and less makeup because you want to wear less in makeup instead of feeling like it's a necessity. And in the webinar, I educate a bit about the skin barrier and why it's so important. And the response has been really great. Like people are loving it, which is really, really cool. I absolutely love that. And I think so many people would be interested in that. So yeah. Yeah. Check that out. So besides that, where all can my listeners connect with you? So you can either follow me on my personal account that's on Instagram. That's at um, you glow gal. And then Sarah Nicole skincare is literally every, on every social channel. So you can find <laughs> us at Sarah Nicole skincare on Instagram. Instagram, find us on Facebook, we're on YouTube, and we're going to start creating more videos that are helpful and educational for people. So yeah, there are plenty, all kinds of places to find me. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for joining me today and sharing your story and your brand with me and my listeners. I am so excited to have you on my podcast. <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be the first. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are, you are. And I definitely wanted to bring someone on I was like I was comfortable with because you've seen my face. No, I totally understand. Oh, you know. <laughs> so thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Life with Zan. If you'd like to follow along, you can find me at Zan Farrow, spelled Z-A-N-F-A-R-R-O-W, on both Instagram and YouTube. And if you'd like to check out my website, head to zanfarrow.com. I look forward to talking to you guys next week.